Today's advanced training. My name is Marty Doge, guys. I'm, I'm here, a part of the FITS group. I've been here nine and a half years, and I'm honored to do today's training after the sales meeting um, in the early part of December. And what we're going to talk about today, uh, where's the lead in? Nope, nope, nope. We missed one. Okay. We're going to talk about, ah, this is the change, PI and DAY. We are huge on acronyms here at the Alliance, if you haven't figured that out yet. Uh, PI stands for Prosperity, Inspiration, and Eternity, and DAY is Duplication, Association, and Edification. And if you can live by PI and if you can live by DAY, uh, you will move forward in this company. And uh, it's something that's been on my mind a lot more lately. And as we go through this, I'm going to ad lib a little bit about where I've been at and why it's got me thinking, but we'll start with pi. And so the P in pi uh, stands for prosperity. And one of the things that I love about this business is there are individuals that are part of the Alliance that have no financial incentive, whether I'm successful or not. I just mentioned Michelle and going down and seeing her and trying to get better in the business by watching her. But they want to see me win because they care about me, not because they're making money off of the business that I write. Does that make sense? And so we focus on personal growth along with financial growth because I, when I first came here, Katie, I was a train wreck. You knew me from college. And before, when I came here in 2010, not a lot had changed. You know, I was making more money because I was doing the same thing I was doing in college instead of better establishment due to experience, but I had the same mindset. I had the same activities. So what? Oh, I thought you were pointing. <laughs> so when I first came here, Fitz asked me if I was a reader and I didn't understand why he wanted to know that, but I, I said, no, I hadn't really read much since school because I was like, why? I didn't, you just, your upbringing may be different or whatever it is. I wasn't always handed books. Like I'm handing my daughter's books left and right. So they're in trouble. By the way, I'm having a girl. If, if you guys didn't, didn't hear that, we're having another girl. So I am outnumbered. So um, one of the things that I have I've come to appreciate here, when I look back there and I see the, the bookstore that Fitz has back there, and I know that he buys those and sells them at cost, it's not a profit for him to have those in here, but it profits his business for people to read them. Does that make sense? So I've, I've said this in the nighttime hotspots, and I'll say it here in the sales meeting that we're a leadership development organization that uses financial products to pay the bills. I have noticed over the nine and a half years that I've been here that not only fits, but some of my friends in the business, or, or you could call them mentors, but I call them friends because I've got to know them so well, but they'll ask me what I'm reading or they're asking me how things are going in my business. And for them to do that shows that they actually care about me because there's no financial incentive, whether it's doing well or not. And so I've learned that they want me to just to become a better version of myself, but they want me to make money. And we do that by selling life insurance and annuities. Does that make sense? Okay. This hit me when I typed this out the last, when I made this presentation, that money isn't the only prosperity here. I was thinking that 
it's the main reason that people come here in the first place. Uh, I was watching a video last night and my good buddy Jay Turner was talking, it was one of the Alliance videos and he was talking about when he first came here, it was because he needed money. He was a fireman, firefighter, fire person, whatever we're supposed to call him now. Um, so he was doing okay, but he just needed money. But he said, the reason that I came here was for money. But the reason I'm still here is the relationships that I've built here. And I think that that overrides monetary prosperity in any form or fashion, because whatever, if you're religious or not, people need people and they need good, solid people in their life that are caring about them, not just the monetary aspect of it. So prosperity, inspiration. I think this is a, yes. Um, Andy Albright is the president and CEO of the Alliance. And I've heard on numerous occasions that his dream is big enough for our dreams to fit inside of it. And so he wants to inspire you guys with our personal journeys. I know Heather always wants me to talk about uh, when I first got started that not only was I a train wreck, I was very not good at this. I did not make, this will give you some, some inspiration or maybe scare you, but don't think you have to be like me. I did not make a sale for six months. And it used to be very hard for me to say that. Now I just kind of laugh and be like, I must have been really bad. Um, and so the inspiration aspect of it is I already won the Seattle, you know, I already won the trip. So it, it can mean that you can too. But I always preface this with, please don't take as long as I did. Katie, you're killing it out of the gate compared to me. Killing it. I just kept showing up. I kept coming to the meetings. I kept going to the conventions and I was really, really just hoping it would rub off that I would just catch some of it and, and, and maybe I would hear this or, or, or listen to that and it would make me better. But the inspiration of my personal journal is I finally just got fed up at being bad and I had to put my ego in my back pocket and ask for help. And I have a lot of people that I've met in this business especially people that we hire that maybe had an insurance license prior to us, they're kind of set in their ways. I was set in my ways, even though I had never done this. I was a do it your own. You're a man. You got this figured out. You know, that's just kind of how I, I grew up. I'd always excelled at things that I did, but I was awful at this. I had never called people and tried to set appointments or anything like that. So hopefully when you get to know people, like your father's inspirational to me because he's still out doing it. I love it. He inspires us with, the, with his life, the way he lives and travels. I was watching band and I, I follow him on Indeed and Facebook and all the other social medias. And I was looking at his pictures because for those that don't know, and, and he said something on the last call that kind of had me wondering, because I thought it was a hundred percent that we were going to Thailand, that that was the trip that you would be going to win. But he said it was like 90% sure. But him and his wife, Jane, were in Thailand. Normally to me, that's where we're going. So they go test the waters, if you will, to figure out where we're going to stay and what we're going to do. And I was watching the things that he was doing and I was just like, why not me? Why not me? The elephants painting, like he was painting with live elephants with a paintbrush in the trunk. Why not me? But the thing about it is, Grace, why not now? That's what's been hitting me so hard is sure I can get there, but you know, Andy's watched the, the hand say now and right now, like what's, what's the holdup? Why, why not be prosperous now instead of in the future? So, um, one of the things that I always do whenever I go to convention is I get around the cars. I'm a car person. 
to an extent I want them like I don't want to go work on cars I want them to be in the driveway or the garage but he's got a Lambo a Ferrari two planes and the Maybach that I think is his favorite out of all of them but I have literally had dreams prior to him buying planes of me having a private jet I've just thought this airport sucks I do not want to stand in this line anymore I do not want to have to go through the things and and grace I'm sitting here thinking about it now so I'm gonna put it on my calendar I have not done TSA again. It's coming up in January. I'm going to sit in an airport and be like, why did I not do this? This is a reason not to do this. And am I ever going to have a private jet? I don't know. But he started this organization, I think, when he was 38. I'm 43. I have plenty of time to own a jet. So it's inspirational to me because I like um, the blue and the red car. It's just to get around stuff that watching him go through the process with his son of him going down to Miami to look at him and buy him with the Hummer, which I didn't even put that on there. Um, what are those big Hummers called? Not Hummer, uh, the big Mercedes, the G wagon, whatever it's called. It's ridiculous. This is what got me motivated is because all he's ever said is we have a hundred percent success rate for those people that don't quit. Now you can kind of read into that. Like, what does that mean? Well, they didn't quit. So they're successful. Now, what level of success, who knows? But I have always, I fight out of fear because the last thing I would do is quit and then someone that was on my team hired somebody that was a fits. And because I quit, they're gone. They, you miss out on it. So I like watching. And so this is where he puts goals to dream within reach. The trips, the Thailand. I would probably never go to Thailand. Like Banff, Canada, I wasn't a mountains person, just wasn't my thing. I'm a beach person, but we went on one of our all expense paid trips to Banff. Grace was there. You were there. We had a blast and now I love it. I look at my wife. I'm like, you want to go tubing? You want to figure out a place to maybe we drive, maybe we fly. I don't know, whatever. Let's go to the mountains. But it's goals to reach for because now I'm pushing because I, I'm, I want to win the extension in Seattle. If I don't, I'm going, I'm going to hang out with Joe. You know what I'm saying? And Dan, we're going. Oh, I know. I know. We were in Hawaii. I ate it. It was delicious. That's inspiration. Joe Walker's barbecue is inspiration. So you win these trips to go hang out with him. Um, I'm not sure why that popped up right there. Wasn't there an E? Y'all see this too? Let's see if... Okay, we're missing E. It stands for eternity. Now, you can think of that and take it however you want. It doesn't necessarily mean that type of eternity. Now, I'm a believer, so I understand that I'm supposed to do good here. But eternity, when it comes to our business, and for me, my family, is my legacy. What am I going to be remembered for? What did you do to help other people? What did you do to help the world? You know, I always say save the animals. But, you know, there's a lot of things that go on in this world, and I was I was – reading this weekend in, in my B-I-B-L-E and there are spiritual gifts that different people get and if you don't know what yours is you can figure out what it is by what you enjoy doing but there's also people that work hard and make good money because the the kingdom needs things done that require money you know mission trips require money you know helping girls get out of trafficking type situation it, it all takes money someone's got to make it and so what are you going to be remembered for what's your legacy and that's what got me thinking about why not now if I want to do these things then we're going to need money my wife's biggest thing is, is when we're at a grocery store 
and she happens to notice someone in front of us or over there that seems to be struggling and, and maybe the, the car didn't go through or the kids are just going nuts and you can tell she's just flustered. She wants to pay, just go pay for their food. Just, I mean, it's 50 bucks, hundred bucks, whatever it is. But that to her is huge. Well, that takes money. So eternity, it, it can mean what it wants to mean. But since this is pulled back up, that's my room right there. Y'all keep seeing me point at it, but now it's frozen. So I can actually be like that one. So if you're in that room, we're going to have a conversation about you leaving. All right, there's a short video on here that Andy did that I just love. We were watching it in the Alaska, baby. The last great frontier. Maybe. I don't know. Alaska. It's cold up there, so I got my jacket on. And they got ice glaciers. We're going to cruise Alaska. It's not just a cruise, it's a journey. The ovation of the seas. We are going cruising. And where are we going while we're cruising in Alaska? Juneau. Yes, I know, it's Juneau. It is the largest capital in the United States of America. You're gonna see orcas, you're gonna see humpback whales, you're gonna see them sea dogs, you're gonna see the sea sails, you're gonna see everything up in Juneau, cause Juneau. Have you ever been dog sledding? You get, like, you get on the back of the sled. Oh, look, oh, you down like this right here. You know this right here? There's a country song that says, if I never get to see the Northern Lights, I bet you, you go on this cruise, you're gonna get to see the Northern Lights. <laughs> on a cruise ship, can you imagine skydiving? on a cruise ship check out this thing they call it the North Star they put you in a bubble and way above the cruise ship check it out all the ship and the ocean and the stars in the sky oh whoa, whoa. they got this thing called the flow rider baby get your mind right because here's what you do After you get through skydiving, bumper riding, riding a sky needle, then we got the rock climbing. I do want to tell you something. If you've ever had one of these cruises and you find out that it's an extra $89 a day to have a little sippy sippy of the drinky drinky, well, I want to let you know that the Alliance is covering it. Drink tickets for everybody, baby. Woo! Drink responsibly. Let's do it. The extension in Seattle, the Emerald City, baby. Have you been down to Pike's Place, the market where they're fishing and they throw in the fish? You might even get to catch one. It's going to be nuts. You want a cup of coffee? We're going to get one at the place it all began. <laughs> Can you imagine me and you going on a climb to the top of the iconic Space Needle? were views of ridiculous cascading mountains in the Elliott Bay. Oh my God, dude, it's gonna be crazy beautiful. I do wanna to talk to those of you that know you'll win it in the first two months, three months. There's a thing called the Royal Suite Class of luxury travel on this ship. You will want to qualify for that. In the Royal Suite, 
You don't have a butler, you got a genie. You wish it, you think it, you hit a button and boom, it's gonna be great. You'll like it. Let me explain something to you. We're going to Alaska. Can you say premiums, points, and penguins? Here's the greatest thing. Here's the greatest thing about this cruise. We have so many bonus points available, up to 50,000 bonus points available just by moving up the levels. Plus, brand new people, if you write for CFG or Foresters, NLG or FNG, you get 10,000 bonus points. That's up to 60,000 bonus points just by hiring people and helping others. And all you need is 115,000 to win the all expense paid cruise. All you need is 200,000 to get the extension to Emerald City. It's gonna be a blast. We need for you to win. It don't take that much. Just get started. We don't wanna leave you behind. And a point is simple. It's a dollar of premium. So a person does $85 a month, that's 1,020 points. All you do is multiply 85 times 12. If you do a $100 sale, that's easier because that's 1,200 points. Do you understand? It's dollar for dollar on life insurance. It's 10% on annuities, plus bonus points that you win by moving up the levels. Woohoo! you can do it. Everybody, every single person in the Alliance can win this cruise. 115,000 points for the cruise, all expense paid, five nights, six days, and then we're going on to Seattle. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, oh, you say, Andy, you don't understand. I'm a hero, I'm a studette. I'm a stud, I'm gonna sell a lot. You can win an all expense paid cruise for your mom and daddy. We have a point structure in place for not only do you win you and a guest a trip and we fly them, we'll do it for your parents. We'll do another guest. Just look at the guidelines, a little bit higher, a little bit more. Get all you can get, baby. It's free as for me. If you can win it, then I'm in it. Let's go, take it all. <laughs> Seattle cup of coffee while you're riding the polar bear, baby. And a penguin in your arm. That little penguin. I love it. This is the people that you get to hang out with when you go on these trips. This, this is the leader that we're following. I love it. Oh, hey, Eternity. Hey, how about that? Family legacy, personal legacy, relational legacy. What will you be remembered for? See, I remembered the PowerPoint. How about that? I probably should have watched it before I came out here and did this, which I was, but Fallon came in and interrupted the process. <laughs> Isn't that what we always do as Americans? We just point the finger at somebody else. All right, day. The D stands for duplication. Um, this is something that I had a very, very big problem with that I mentioned earlier when I was just getting started because they were telling me how to do it and I was doing it my way and it wasn't working. So you don't have to be the magic. Don't let ego get in the way. Hello, anybody? Hello? That was me. Walk the path already carved. Uh, you, you can hear it in, in poetry and books and all kinds of stuff. Just walk the path of the least resistance. There are people that have been here longer than you. Like Grace, you've been here longer than me. Michelle, been here longer than me. And so when they tell me a way to do something, I don't think it's because they want to see if it works for me. It's probably because they figured it out and it works. Does that make sense? Use your personality and words with our process. 
I tell people all the time, here's a phone script, memorize it, but then use your vernacular, use your spirit, use your words. But in the very beginning, I read it word for word because it didn't make, why would I try to change it? But just to give you an example, there was in an old, old, old phone script, there was a word that I don't ever say in my typical conversational language, which was bombarded. We had been bombarded with all these requests. We apologize for the delay in getting back to you. And I was just like, bombarded like we just crazy busy that's what i you see what i'm saying but i read it because they're like just say what it says and i was like gotcha copy oh hey copy 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 and selling recruiting and building um my number one goal right now is to duplicate the people that are helping the most people not only in sales but also in building and getting around those individuals on more than just a national level tracking them down and, and getting around them to find out what they're doing to move faster than me. That makes sense. Uh, did, did I move it too fast? There, yeah, you got it, are you sure? Okay. Associ <laughs> I went to college too, but I still never got that shorthand thing down. I just wrote it down. It's pretty, it's pretty and shorthand. It's crazy. Association. Find like-minded individuals succeeding in what you're trying to succeed in. I'd mentioned this earlier. Um, people will go to college and listen to professors and take a course that hopefully will help them in their business world whenever they graduate. We have a lot less expense. You know, Grace, I was looking at Baylor because already Diana has won over Avery into Baylor. Um, and she always says she wants to go to college. And I say, where do you want to go? And she says, Baylor. And I'm like, crap. So I looked it up, $62,000 a year. My wife went there and graduated with 40000 for all of it. I was like, for, for all of it, degree and all. And so I was like, well, that thing sure have changed in 20 years. Um, so I want her to go if she wants to go. But in our world, I can pay... $579 and get a meal ticket to a national convention and associate with people already winning at what I'm doing. Does that make sense? Um, we do have keynote speakers that will come in and Fitz says this all the time. I enjoy the keynote speakers and I will take notes, but one of my favorite parts is listening to the people that in this business that are winning. I'm like, what are you doing? Team calls, weekly hotspots, TWC activity call, national convention and family reunion. The team calls Fitz will always say is the number one thing that you need to make sure to attend this Sales meeting and your local hotspots are the most immediate things that you need to be in because you're rubbing elbows with the people that are local to you that are winning. I always say, be careful who you're talking to. Um, you don't want to talk to someone that's not winning. Iron sharpens iron. I've heard that my whole life. Like when I played baseball, I got around good baseball players. I, I had a pitching coach come into my high school to help me because I showed promise. So they paid for this guy to come in, but he sharpened my craft, if that makes sense. Well, just because we're in the business world, we still can get better at phone calls. We can get better at our in-home presentation. Um, there's a lot of things that we can get better at. Ask questions. Um, I was very good, Grace, at taking notes. And that's what I did in the very beginning. I just took notes. Well, I didn't ask any questions. Like I just listened to other people ask questions. So I'll be like, Ooh, that's, that's a really good question, but I wasn't trying to figure out my own questions of where I might be shortcoming, but I always tell people, and there, let me be clear on this. There's a, a slogan out there that says there's no such thing as a stupid question. That is not true. That is not true. 
there are plenty of stupid questions. But if you need to know something, ask the question. But ask it right. I've always heard, don't start in with the negative connotation. Am I saying that right? Don't come in negative and then have a question at the end. Try to ask a question and maybe listen to how they respond or say, here's what I was thinking, but I wanted to ask you and get their opinion. Um, most of the time, if you're trying to talk to somebody about selling or recruiting and you're telling them what you're doing, they don't really care because you wouldn't be asking if it was working. So ask the questions, but ask them better. Edification. Leaders here at the Alliance begin with their heart. I was, just to give you an example, I, I always tend to lead back to this TV show that I watch periodically. We record it, so we watch it whenever we can. But it's The Prophet, uh, Marcus Lemonis, that owns Camping World and several other big businesses. Um, he does a TV show where people write in and say, we need your help. My business is failing or, or whatever. And he'll go in and, and look at their process, their product and their people and decide if he wants to invest in it. Sometimes he'll do like 25% of the company. Sometimes he'll do 55 and be like, I'm just, I'm in charge. But the thought process of it is, but the one that I was watching, we watched one late last night and it was a franchise restaurant and they were selling the franchise and getting a royalty check on the first of every month. But they weren't doing anything. They literally just went over there and got their check. They didn't teach them. They didn't. And so, the leaders here, what I've noticed is, and we talked about it a minute ago, um, like a Michelle for me, doesn't make any money whether I'm successful or not, but they leave with their heart and they help me because they want to. That's just who they are. Um, one of the biggest hearts in the Alliance that you hear a lot about is Paul Roberts. And the questions that he asks me when I'm around him have nothing to do with business. Nothing. I mean, he might say, how are things going? But typically it's, how's Diana? How's your daughter? How's your kids? Um, so they leave with their heart. And that's something that I'm trying to get better at because I said on my team call last night, I don't want you to ever feel like I'm just here for the override. Like I'm here to help. I want you to make money. I want you to be successful. Become a good edifier will help you build your team. I ask Fitz all the time, how do I edify like Paul does? And he said, you got to think like Paul does. So when he edifies Fitz or when he edifies Andy Albright, you can hear it, uh, his appreciation in his edification. And so becoming a good edifier, when you're getting to the point in the business where you decide that you want to start hiring people, you need to take you out of the picture. Don't edify yourself. People don't want to hear you talk about yourself. So when I hire people, I talk about fits and I talk about the amazing organization that I've joined, not that I'm a top 50 producer or a top 25 producer or I sold 300,000 an inch. They don't, nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear about the person that's leading you. Does that make sense? Big copy on that one. Your actions will edify your leader. One of the, the three cardinal rules that's back there on the wall says, don't ever embarrass your upline or cross line. Don't ever do anything for the first time without asking. Now, as a man, that's very hard for me because if I want to buy a new car, I want to go buy a new car. I don't want to run it by somebody. Does that make sense? But one of the things that I love about the accountability aspect of this business is Fitz can look at my business from a, a bird's eye view. And if I tell him I want to go buy a $400,000 house, he could be like, probably like, you might want to wait six months. You might want to wait a year. You might want to get your business bigger. But me, I'm the, I'm the pull the trigger and then deal with it later kind of aspect. And so my actions edify Fitz. So when I go to national convention, I don't get drunk. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to embarrass my leader because I had too much to drink. When I go on the trips, I don't get drunk. 
unless it's with my road dogs and it's late, 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 late. And we're in somebody's room with a cigar and some bourbon. The best edification, the best thing that you can do for your leader, just what I was talking about a minute ago, grow. This has been on my heart a lot lately is am I edifying fits and all of the work and the trials and tribulations that he's done in my life, Lord knows I was in still kind of a train wreck. I'm not growing fast enough. I'm not working as much as he is in my own business. Does that make sense? He's working more in my business than I am. That's not fair to him. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.